Welcome to the Ion Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story, and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. Well, joining us on the phone, because we still can't really safely do it in person, is Dr. Dee Dee Harley, who is with HealthSource in Crofton, which is a chiropractic practice fairly new up in Crofton, right? Yeah. Right. Well, first of all, thank you very much for your time. And for those that are interested, I'll get this out here periodically throughout the time we talk, but also right away. But you want to go to healthsourcechiro.com slash Crofton, which is the website for HealthSource in Crofton and Dr. Dee Dee Harley. Tell us a little bit about HealthSource. What is what is it all about up in Crofton? Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, John, for having me today. Um you know, HealthSource is, you know, we, we are a franchise and it was it's headquartered in Ohio. Um, I'm actually the first one to open up the franchise here in kind of that DMV uh, region. But we are, the HealthSource is actually one of the largest or is the largest chiropractic franchise. There's not a whole lot around. So, and the reason why I've, you know, kind of opened up one here is because um, we have a lot of, people that work really hard to, you know, really study and and get a lot of evidence-based research to us, you know, as a practitioner focus on on and keep up with the the most recent uh, research. So it's really nice to have, you know, a lot of the products that we carry, a lot of the services that we offer and, and something that will actually help help out the patient and, and keep the patient healthy and and get them back to what they do. So we are we are franchised. But. Well, I, I, I will say that I know that a lot of our listeners and actually to myself, actually, I'm not a big fan of giant corporate entities. And there's a sort of a misnomer with franchises. Um, because some people are like, oh my gosh, it's the big corporate, you know, beast somewhere and and everything else. But franchises are a little bit different, and I realize that they are national, maybe even global brands. But mm-hmm. and there is a big corporate overlord, if you will. But they're really designed to help set the smaller ones for success, such as Healthsource Crofton. And Dr. Harley lives in the community. She practices in the community, although I don't know why they call doctors practicing. I'd rather have you get it down and not have to practice anymore. But, um, you know, and but I mean, you're employing local people, you're taking the money that you make, and you're putting it back into the local economy here. So it's not like, okay, we're writing a check to uh, Best Buy, and it's off off to Minnesota here. So exactly. this is, um, and that's just, and, you know, I want to make that clear to everybody, because I am a big proponent yeah. of businesses starting on Main Street and uh, whatever Main Street may be, but small business, locally owned businesses. I love that you pointed out uh, pointed that out, John, because I think also I'm not I'm not a huge fan of franchises, but I I personally did a lot of research with with HealthSource, and I think even visiting each of the different clinics that I've been to just all around the U.S. Um, there's a personality to each one. It's not like you're going to a McDonald's, right? 
every doctor has his or her specific training and brings all of that education and expertise to their own specific clinic. So I think, you know, in in this instance, health source is, again, helping with, you know, backing up with the research, backing up with, you know, making sure that anything that we offer in the clinic is evidence-based and will help the, you know, the, the, the patient as a whole. So, yeah, sure. I'm glad you mentioned that. It's a little bit of a vague thing, but I just want to do want to make sure that that's clear that this is, uh, you know, I'm not talking to somebody totally. in some, some headquarters there, but how did you get into uh, chiropractic medicine here? What was the, what was the interest on this? Yeah, that's such a great question because, um, you know, I think, you know, starting out or growing up, my, my dad, who's now retired, he's um, a medical doctor and my, no- my mom was a nurse. Um, sisters or nurses or scientists, like, you know, all in the medical field. But, you know, I kind of had no choice but to look into the medical field as a career. But I was actually going to be a dentist, believe it or not. And, um, you know, taking all of my exams and um, wanting to get into, into University of Maryland when that summer, I actually got into a car accident. So that car accident kind of changed the trajectory of where I was heading because um, it was a pretty bad car accident. 16-year-old kind of T-boned my vehicle. I blacked out and it was horrible. So for two months, I was having massive headaches. Um, I was having, you know, just a lot of, you know, the, the, the aches and things that anyone who would have been in a car accident would experience. Um, but of course, being in traditional medicine, my dad obviously gave me medications, which I was not, you know, I'm not a person that loves to take medication. So didn't comply, um, obviously didn't get better. And by chance, we, my mom took me to um, a chiropractor in Silver Spring, actually, Dr. Kaminsky. And yeah, I mean, he, he adjusted me. And, and before then, I had no idea what chiropractic was. So this was my first experience walking in. It was, you know, you know, aesthetically, it was like, is this a doctor's office? It's not white walls. It's not cold. It's welcome in. Everyone is friendly. So um, he adjusted me a few visits and most of those headaches uh, that I was having, a lot of that neck stiffness that I was having was completely diminished, right, by the third visit. And so that really opened my eyes up, you know, up to kind of looking into what chiropractic is because no one really talked about it. Long story short, I ended up interning for him and, um, you know, read, chick- uh, what is it? Chicken soup for the soul, I think, is what what it was called. Right. Um, about chiropractic and a lot of athletes that you know, kind of, you're really, really, uh, were proponents of chiropractic care. And yeah, and that end of the summer, that fall, I was heading to uh, Palmer College of Chiropractic in Florida. So <laughs> it was a huge, uh, you know, <laughs> huge so, change. And my dad was not happy with me. But <laughs> why? Why was he not happy with you? It was it's not real medicine or something like that, or is it? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, my dad also thought dentists weren't real medicine, you know, doctors that, that they failed out of, out of med school, which is so sad to say, but, you know, just very strong opinions and not knowing or not being educated in, in, in that, um, that practice of, of care. Um, yeah, so he just didn't know a lot. He didn't know too much. He wasn't excited about me going to dental school to begin with. And so chiropractic school, 
a huge stretch for him. <laughs> that's that's so. I don't mean to laugh. That's 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 a pretty funny yeah. story because I mean you, I know you've heard you've heard the arguments between like MDs and uh, DOs, doctor of osteopathics right. and stuff like that, and they're like, well, this and that, mm-hmm. and 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 it's it's so funny <laughs> that you've got that you know, career competition going going on between. So what all does yeah. chiropractic – I mean you mentioned headaches and you know when I think of a chiropractor, I think, okay, I, I woke up with a stiff back this morning. What do I do? Um, what all – what chiropractic medicine get its tentacles? Where do you – what all do you yeah. do? Well, you know, I think um, you know, chiropractic is – I see it as a holistic look at health. Um, you know, it's not – I think the common um, – you know, there's a common notion that Yes, if you have neck pain, back pain, chiropractic care could be helpful, but it's more than that. You know, I don't know how many, I've lost count of how many patients that come in just for migraines or just for, you know, um, trouble going to the bathroom. You know, it's it's a holistic look at health, right? You're not going to feel everything that's going on, you know, and it's more like, you know, do you want to be proactive or do you want to be reactive and wait for something to occur to happen? So yes, we do help with all spinal related issues, but we also help you stay healthy. I mean, if you think about it now with COVID, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of people, (laughs) you know, are not, you know, they they didn't plan to work from home. Hence ergonomics setup of, you know, their, their workstation is not ideal. And with that, yes, they may have aches and pains, but imagine the nerves that are being compressed from poor posture, from, you know, just repetitive uh, postural changes that could maybe not cause immediate uh, symptoms right now, but maybe later on down the line. So, you know, chiropractic care looks a patient holistically. You can have foot pain, you can have spinal pain, you can have headaches, you can have trouble sleeping. You know, it it can help with any of those and more. Interesting. I mean, you're absolutely right with the work at home. I know my daughter is working at home out in North Carolina and I said, mm-hmm. you know, girl, don't skimp on the chair. I mean, seriously, pay mm-hmm. pay three, four hundred dollars for a chair if you're going to be working right you know, six, six hours or something like that. I said, you're, you're going to thank me for that because I've heard of so many people like, I'll just like pull up the kitchen chair and do it, which might be fine for a couple hours, but uh, not, Mm -hmm. not certainly for any kind of long term. And, you know, it's, it's, it's funny you mentioned about, you know, the different symptoms that evolve in that. And I remember it was probably about a year and a half ago, I went out for a, a bike ride uh, down in, uh, I guess the Mount Vernon trail out of Alexandria. And, Mm -hmm. uh, the next day I woke up and I was like, I had this horrible, what I thought was chest pain. And I, I go to my doctor and I'm, you know, the, oh my God, I'm having the big one. It's the hardest, you know, I'm, you know, you got to do something. And he looks at me, he says, it doesn't, oh, it no. doesn't seem like it. it doesn't seem like it. And he put the EKG on. It was not, there was nothing crazy there. And he says, where's there? And, and, and it didn't even feel like it, but I had pinched a nerve in my central back, he had thought. And, you know, that was something he, and, and he had, he had recommended that you know, either ride it, try to ride it out for a day or two and see how it goes. You can take some Tylenol and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, if that doesn't work, then you can turn around and, and go to a chiropractor. And um, if that doesn't work, then you know you can get into some sort of a physical therapy type of a thing to make sure that it you know gets done. But I was you know, I you know I didn't even think of my back being hurt. 
it makes sense now that I was mm-hmm. hunched over riding a bike for, you know, 12 miles or whatever exactly. it may have been. But, and, and again, it manifested as it, you know, and, and, you know, I get the question, like, does it feel like an elephant sitting on your chest? I said, that's a stupid question because I've never had an elephant sit on my chest. So I don't know what that feels like. <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, all I can tell you is it hurts and it feels like it's in my chest. So just that's, that's where we are at this point. I want to come see you and let's put the machine on me and figure out what's going on. Um, but that's kind of funny. I, I was looking at your website. I mean, you've got, you know, and, and I don't know what this is, but cupping and, um, you treat pediatrics yeah. and and everything else. I mean, yeah. you're really kind of treating the whole family here, right? Yeah, exactly. What is cupping? Yeah, um, you know, cupping is a very ancient technique. <laughs> but you know, in the office here, you know, like acupuncturists use it. A lot of practitioners use it, but um, I use it more so for soft tissue decompression. Um, to release what's called a fascial layer of, um, you know, around the muscle. Uh, it's one thing to stretch out the muscle and, and, and help decrease tension around the muscle. But if that fascial layer of the muscle is still pretty, um, you know, kind of constricted or restricted, then that patient might still be in pain and, and, and lots of those symptoms might remain. So it's a, actually a very fast acting technique, which we use, um, uh, suction cups to basically suction <laughs> the specific area of complaint. Um, and we do different exercises, um, you know, range of motion exercises to help with that uh, suction effect. Uh, it does leave um, some discoloration or, you know, round circles. I don't know if you guys, if, if you've, um, you've probably seen this around, I think Michael Phelps, had it in one of his past Olympic. Oh, yes, yes, um, yes. Where he had like the little, yeah. look like crop circles. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's the residual effect of that. But I mean, almost, you know, for most patients that I perform that on, their pain is decreased. Range of motion is instantly increased. So it's very, very effective. Um, and it feels strange, but it's not painful at all. But very effective for soft tissue work well who is who is your pay who is your patient what what people come to you is this i mean i i've woken up in the morning everyone where, well yeah well i mean i mean if i wake up yeah with a with a with a crooked back and it's really bugging me all day i mean my you know 58 years of life has told me just get up deal with it and work it out it'll work itself out throughout the day and everything else which it typically does um but i mean is that something that that you would treat? Does that merit a call to you or, you know, do you just walk it off? I don't think that you, yeah, (laughs) I wouldn't recommend walking it off because I think your body gives you signs, right? Signals, signs. It's just up to you to listen to it, right? It's going to, it's going to call. It's going to call. Eventually it's going to scream, right? Do you want it to be where you're, you know, I, I had a patient literally maybe about two months ago, come in a young guy, I see guys, He's fat all his life and, um, and, you know, he, his wife just had a baby and I think coupled with the repetitive motion of lifting a baby out of the crib, I mean, his back quote unquote gave out. Right. So he came to me and he said, well, you know, I've, I've had stiffness, but I've never had any back pain. So this is something we can fix really quickly. Right. No. I mean, the guy actually had a disc, uh, disc herniation, now, was the disc herniation from just him leaning over to pick up his baby? 
no, it's been happening and his body, you know, whether it's pain or stiffness, that's still a sign of dysfunction, right? So all of those years, all of those hours of, of, of um, repetitive sitting and, and lack of um, motion into the spine actually compressed the disc. And so it was kind of that perfect storm. He bent over, he rotated just a little bit and tried to come up and there you go. It was a herniation. So, so I would say be proactive. If you feel aches, if you feel, you know, mild stiffness, you still should check it out and see, you know, it's better to treat it early than later. Right now, now, now would health source be a precursor mm-hmm. to surgery? I mean, I, I talk about slip discs and, and stuff like that. Typically mm-hmm. I know that they, that is a surgical procedure that can mm-hmm. correct that. I mean, is this a, yeah. a precursor like, Hey, before we, put you under the knife. Let's see if we can't mm-hmm. resolve right. this I've, with health sources that. Yeah. Okay. I've had lots of, re- yeah, I've had referrals from, from doctors who wanted patients to try out chiropractic care before they had surgery. You know, I'm not going to adjust a, 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 you know, disc herniation, right? So a disc herniation is where the disc itself, which is kind of that, um, almost like a, um, a gel-like substance in, you know, in between the bones of the spine, um, actually, right? So there's no adjustment, no chiropractic adjustment that can fix that. But we do have a technique called spinal decompression, which in a way kind of vacuums and suctions out or suctions in the, the, the substance and, and removes the pressure from the nerve and, and so forth that could be causing the pain and inflammation in the patient with disc herniation. So, so there, there's spinal decompression would be a way to go in terms of a treatment protocol for a patient with a disc herniation. And lots of studies have actually shown that it's prevented surgery from some of those patients. Now, is it going to work for a hundred percent of patients? Absolutely not. There's a lot of history, a lot of other complications that, you know, we look at to determine if a patient is going to respond well to spinal decompression. You know, some patients might just need surgery, but we evaluate and we make sure that that patient can have at least 70 to 80% or more uh, of a positive response to that decompression treatment. So, so that would be a route to go for any patient with a disc injury. So disc protrusion, disc herniation, um, and so forth. Interesting. So, but I mean, you've got, you know, I mean, I mean, chiropractic is all sort of centered around the bone, correct? Is that Ideally, that, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, you get into shoulders. I mean, somebody's got a, you know, what might ultimately be a uh, the Tommy John surgery, the rotator, the rotator cuff replacement, or something like that, or you know, neck pains or the you know old knees, you know, and and whatnot. This is all stuff that you can possibly you know take a look at prior to making this leap into a surgery suite. Yeah, I mean, not everyone needs surgery, right? I mean, I think surgery is almost kind of like a last resort, or it should be. So, yeah, I mean, you know, yes, you're right. Chiropractic is centered around the spine. But I think with, you know, again, kind of progressive. So, so health source, we're not just chiropractic. We are progressive rehab. 
So anything that can help a patient, um, you know, because I think a lot of times you don't realize that where you have the injury, it's probably not where the origin of the injury began. So, you know, a a patient with shoulder pain or rotator cuff pain could have had issues with their neck or their upper back, right? It's all kind of that, um, you know, that biomechanics of movement. So, you know, if we're able to release a lot of those locked segments in the spine, if we adjust the patient's mid-back, for example, that's going to actually help with the motion of the shoulder, believe it or not, Um, along with even maybe their hips. So it's, again, it's a holistic look and, and we're adding all of these researched, um, uh, we call it modalities or treatments to help along with the adjustment. So the adjustment is, is the primary goal, right? Because if that's not, you know, aligned, then the rest of the body will compensate, right? Whether you feel it or not. Right. Um, so once, yeah, once we get that alignment going, then we can treat all the other areas that have been affected, you know, so cold laser uh, or deep tissue laser treatment is something that we can use for like a shoulder injury, uh, a knee injury, um, you know, post-surgical knee or shoulder, lots of things. But we, we add all of these (laughs) modalities to help that patient, you know, get the best care possible. Interesting. Now, and, and I guess the other question sort of leads into that is, this is not strictly just for, I mean, can I come in? I mean, I'm sure I can, but do you find that people are using you more like a, uh, and pardon the analogy, but like a hairdresser that I'm I'm coming in every six weeks or whatever it is to get my you know, haircut or dyed or whatever it is? Or is this something that you come in, hey, I just need to work on this one issue and we get it resolved and then I go away forever until something else happens? Or is it a combination of both? Our goal. Our goal is to. My goal is to help that patient get better and stay better and get back to you know living their life. Um, now, are you? You know, I think if I had a yoga instructor who has perfect posture, who doesn't sit for several hours every day, who you know is very aware of their body, then that's different. Yeah, that patient can come in once you know once every few months to get adjusted. But I think the reality, especially with the pandemic, is that we're not moving as much as we need to and, you know, postural changes and and all of that. So that makes it a little harder for me to say, okay, well, this patient will be perfectly fine, just get in one adjustment and then that's it. No, I think for the for most people, you do have to... Um, you know, it's it's more of a lifestyle, you know, just like working out at the gym. You know, you're not just going to work out once and you gain your muscle mass and you're super healthy and you stop. So, you know, it could be, I think for the ideal patient, I mean, for most patients, I think once a month, if they don't have any complaints, should be, should be sufficient. But again, every patient will look at their lifestyle and what they're doing, you know, past medical history and so forth. To better to better determine that. Sure, sure. Well, I know. I know. It's funny. I just noticed on my iPhone and the I guess the health app, which mm-hmm. is getting creepier and creepier as the days go by. But um, I was out for a hike down at Calvert Cliffs Park, and I happened to notice that it measured. Oh, well, it measured how much I favored one foot or the other. It was like the time on one foot 
versus the time on the other. And, and I looked in, looked into how they measure it and they said, well, yeah, this could be, again, jumping into the spine. It could be throwing you, mm-hmm. not necessarily off balance like trip and fall, but right. getting you out of alignment and out of out of balance that if you're favoring to have one foot on the ground, I, think I can't remember what it was, but it was like have if you have equal time with the feet on the ground and off the ground, that's ideal. But if you have one foot on the ground more often exactly. than the other, and I'm like, okay, this makes sense to me. And yeah, and as you look at the spine, it just seems to be the central, you know, the nervous center, which it's you know not medically, but I mean it's the uh, you know everything comes from it. I mean yeah. you've got the ribs, the back, exactly. the head, the neck, the feet, and and everything else there. Do you guys take insurance? Is this an insurance type of a? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are. Yep. We're in network with a lot of the local insurances here. Blue Cross, Cigna. Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. That's (laughs) I've heard from so many doctors is like, you know, the one thing I get rid of my practice is just insurance. You know, it's just so it's so time consuming that you it takes you away from from the core of what you really want to do. But it's uh, a necessary evil. (laughs) Um, yeah. Again, we're on the phone with Dr. Didi Harley from Health Source in Crofton. It is Health Source Cairo, which is C H I R O dot com slash Crofton. You stand ready to tweak us, twist us, poke us, and <laughs> and get us all back into 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 a comfortable shape as we get older. And this is, you know, obviously this is something that somebody of my age, I'm much older than you, I think, but. Uh, you know, would be interested in, but uh, really any age that you do. I mean, I would imagine that athletes that, you know, high school athletes could probably absolutely some different things as well. And then, and obviously you had mentioned earlier that you do work with other doctors that refer people to you to try you first. And I'm sure that you get into finding a patient and says, yeah, there's not much I'm, you know, let's try this for a month. And if I can't get anything out of it, can't move on it, let's, you know, consider back. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate. How long have you guys been around? Um, so Health Source has actually been around for quite a while. I've been in practice for, uh, this is my, let's see. Yeah, this is my 11th year in practice. So wow. I wow. definitely have been in that long. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, but Health Source has been around for quite a while. I actually can't remember now. Have you always been with Health Source? No, I haven't actually. No. So we, the funny story is that um, I, I actually had my private private practice before I, I kind of joined with HealthSource and, and then expanded the practice. But we actually had our grand opening exactly a year from this month. <laughs> so uh, obvi- obviously your sense of timing is. Uh... <laughs> I know. We had a wonderful grand opening, and then two weeks later, the pandemic hit. So, yeah. <laughs> so, this specific location here in Crofton is about a year in, um, yeah, this month. So, <laughs> well, you guys are located at twenty one oh one Concord Boulevard. That's sort of right behind the uh, the diner, isn't it? In it Crofton. Is. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, is the is Chesapeake Bay Roasters still back there? It is. Oh my goodness! Yes. I yeah, they were actually looking to get into the building that I'm that I'm in right now, but I don't know if that's that's worked out or not. <laughs> now now being yeah. being right there and and where this is roughly this is at the intersection of four twenty four and Route Three in Crofton. You want is just south of four twenty four, and then you take a right into it, and it jumps you right back in there. But as you're down there, have you been to Ashling Kitchen? 
to eat. I have. Aren't they great? Uh, amazing. Yeah. Happy hour is awesome. That, although we haven't had that in years. <laughs> you know, that was a fairly late discovery. I mean, I know they've been around for about 18 months as a, as a store. And I just discovered it probably about, probably about seven months ago. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, because we had gone up actually to Chesapeake brewery to watch a movie and it got rainy. It was miserable and everything else. And I said, okay, let's just go over here and get dinner. I've heard it's good. Oh, it was fantastic. So good. Yeah. You got, and, and, and I understand that I've not been there, but I understand there's a, a, a great pizza place across the street in, um, Frank and Luke's pizza. Over in the giant shopping center, hmm. I had a friend of mine you know, from, from New York, and he says, "Oh, this is the real deal." I'm like, "Okay, we'll have to remember that." Really? Well, I have to try them out. I, I haven't tried them yet. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> well, I won't take any more of your Saturday afternoon, but Dr. Didi Harley from Health Crofton. Again, it's healthsourcecairo.com/crofton, and there will be a full link in the show notes with all the contact information. If you've got a crick and you're, you know, you're a little bit crooked, um, I think this might be a, a good place to figure out um, what's going on and get it uh, taken care of. But I appreciate all your time this afternoon. And yeah, uh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. So, well, I wanted to ask you what's, what's on the future. I know you've only been in this location for about 12 months now. I mean, do you have future expansion plans? Are you taking over the chiropractic yeah. world in Maryland or that would be the goal. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the goal. I mean, Annapolis is definitely on the horizon. Um, you know, opening up a, a location there and uh, maybe even Severna Park. We'll we'll see, but but yeah, so Annapolis would be the next on the <laughs> baby steps, yeah, baby steps. Yeah, <laughs> well, thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your thank weekend. You. Thank you so much, Doug. Thanks for listening to this week's local business spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.